Welcome to Justine's Metaphysical Podcast. Justine here with fellow healer Christian. Hi. And we're going to just spend about 10 minutes on esoteric musings. So just relax, get a cup of tea and imagine you're in our metaphysical front room chatting with us. So today's subject is on masculine and feminine archetypal energy. This is nothing to do with uh, gender. It's uh, the masculine and feminine energy that we hold within each and every single one of us. And the reason for uh, our interest point in discussing this is just it's very interesting to be mindful and aware of do you hold a dominance um, permanently in one area or do you find that um, a certain archetypal energy will come up in certain circumstances and when this arises is it helpful to you do you have a sense of balance with it in your life and do you know when to call upon the different energies um, when you need to do that so just passing over now to Christian on his viewpoint with regards to the masculine and feminine energies and how these might sort of be re- represented within us. Um, yeah, thank you. For me, really, the, the main archetype here is that the masculine is probably more about the, the mind, the clarity, the thinking, the logic, the yeah, acting and doing. Whereas the female archetype is more about the emotion, the heart, the feelings, the nurturing aspects. And yeah, I guess most of us acknowledge that the longest journey you can take, as Anangak said, is the journey from the mind to the heart. And it's how we bring that together. I mean, there are always instances where it's good to apply a more masculine um, point of view, more logic. Um, and it's good. There are good uh, situations where to apply the more female archetypes. The point is, obviously, we need to find a balance in our life. And if we are constantly, <coughs> especially if we are working in a very mind oriented field, then we tend sometimes to also the weekend completely stay in our mind. Everything is completely organized, and so on and so forth. And then it's probably time to balance it a bit. Yes. Um. So it's interesting because I I always think of uh, the symbology of the masculine and the feminine. I know it differs in different cultures. So I I work with the moon a lot. So I see the moon as the feminine, the sun as the masculine. And if you think about the moon, it's about the the senses within. It's about the illumination. So if you think of an area, it's it's illuminating all within the crevices within within the sort of surfaces and the deep parts within and it's working its way around to illuminate its soft flowing and with the um and it's sort of held in that flowing space whereas the masculine is is direct it's really direct so it only shines the light on the part that it actually hits and it's not about uh, illuminating the darker deeper parts within it's just about bringing warmth and sort of um, uh, life-giving, sustaining energy to the, the direct area that it's um, flowing upon or directly beaming upon. So with work, you might find, like Christian said, for instance, you might have um, 
a very sort of male archetypal energy and for instance you you might find you see this a lot um in work where there's a lot of actual males gender orientated males um and perhaps one woman so she will take on that male archetypal energy to try and sort of uh stay in the same sort of uh running lane as all the other archetypal energies around her. Sometimes, though, that can create quite a lot of um, stress and disharmony in, and it's really important to um, know when you need to bring up that energy and when you drop it. So people in those circumstances might bring it home, and it doesn't need to be brought home. It's about then resting back into a state of balance. And it's also recognising that the masculine and the feminine archetypal energies work with each other so when we have a hundred percent of one type you can find that you can uh, create a different perspective um, a different sense of growth by working with the masculine and feminine rather than only having for instance just the feminine or the masculine energy so we don't always have to be the same to achieve a goal or an end objective we can work differently because we get a different perspective and perhaps a different, more productive end result at the end of it. Yeah, and I think your analogy with a sun and a moon is, is very nice, and you also see a very important distinction here. I mean, we look at the sun as a male energy, and it's sending its warm rays to the earth, which is also a more feminine energy. The sun and the earth create life together, and the sun is giving energy, it's giving warmth that the plants can use to, to build their energy through photosynthesis and so on and so forth. But if you stay too long in the sun, you get burned. Yeah, exactly. And the sun can also create deserts. It can, it can create havoc. It can create some. So the sun can be too much. You can spend the whole night in the moonlight without having a tingle of moonburn and so on. So it's the sun is something which is nurturing, but it can also destroy. The moon is the softer energy. It moves the ocean. So it's an tremendous, immense force that it's really have a massive impact on the continents that are floating on the on the molten lava, on the oceans, on all the water and so on. So it's really, but it's a gentle force, whereas the sun can be a very brutal force that it's mm. here. And I think at the moment as a society, we live in a very male-dominated society where we also see that brutal force at action, be it in wars, um, like in Eastern Europe at the moment, or be it in basically over-exploiting the planet, which is a very male um, archetype, probably. Yes, and I, th I think it's also very important um, within relationships, especially, and this doesn't just relate to women being in a male-dominated environment. It can also be with, with men in a male-dominated environment coming back to the home, the house, And knowing that there there needs to be a sense of balance within each and every one of us. So it, it, it inevitably ends up causing some kind of disharmony or discourse if we're only um, really um, spearheading one kind of archetypal energy within us because we see that as being perhaps traditional or, or the way that we're meant to be. Because, you know, we we all want to create a balance perhaps of... Um, you know, uh, this is just an example, uh, a man 
being going out and, and being sort of dynamic and to the point, but also having the ability to be soft and gentle when needed. The, the, the same goes for, uh, you know, a woman. Um, you would want to have a, a mix of the energies rather than just remaining dominant in one area. But however, if you go out to a situation, you can pull upon perhaps in a, an emergency situation with a bish bash bong you need to respond to something on that male archetypal energy but if you if you need to sort of um, spend time listening and caring and just sort of teasing out emotions from somebody you'll go into that female archetypal energy yeah and i think what we are missing also is that initiation into the into the archetypes and the olden days you basically had to kind of initiations into into the male type or into the female type of of energies and archetypes and as a society we no longer have that and it's also so it's very difficult for people to experience or to have role models for the different archetypes we don't have it any longer and it's obviously much more complex than we when we summarize it here when you talk about female archetype you can even distribute that a bit further into the maiden mother and crone which is a subset of a female archetype, mm. but very distinct and very different. So the whole thing is it's much more complex than we can just talk here about. Yes, and, you know, um, it's part of what comes up quite a lot in healing with my clients, where they're, they're experiencing sort of extremes of, um, you know, uh, a type of behaviour which would tend to fall into one archetype or the other. So it's very interesting for you now as a listener to perhaps take some time and to reflect on what does a male archetypal energy mean for you? What does the female archetypal energy mean for you? And how do you feel you fall into or exercise um, each type and in what aspect of your life? And it might be interesting to find that you have a dominance in one area that isn't serving you. And if it's serving you, then not serving you, then you can bring that into your awareness and try to um, balance it. So leaving that with you, unless you've got anything else to contribute, no, Christine. Fine. Thank you for being here today. Thank you, listeners. And we'll see you again in a fortnight's time. Bye. Bye.